What's up, people? Uh, this is Japan Nick uh, oh, signing on for the night, mm. and I've got my uh, friends uh, in Zamboni with me tonight. Again. Now, who do I have with me again? Say your names. The same two we always got. Chris Butera. And Robert Orr. Excellent. Rhythm guitar and lead guitar. And uh, everything but drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically everything but drums. We actually found one. Allegedly. Allegedly. He's allegedly a drummer. Yes. But he's not Chris, here. Chris found him. I've never met him. I've he, spoken to him on the phone, but he's our drummer, apparently. He's allegedly a drummer. Even though I've never met him. He's a drummer until proven not a drummer. <laughs> Which, Which in that case makes him a dildo. Knowing our <laughs> luck, it's probably very likely that he's not. Just a dildo. <laughs> now... Where did you find this character? Oh, I met him at an obituary show. I was waiting out in line because I had already done Oops. my interview with John Tardy, so I was just waiting to get let in. And he just happened to be online, and we were chatting up about and we were talking music, and then he had recently gotten kicked out of a band for, like, something for ridiculous reasons. And he was basically revenge-hungry. So, ooh. So, that that, that happened. Grassy. And, uh, yeah. Grassy. He's a nice kid, though. I hope you feel better, Roger. He was supposed to be here, but, uh, he's sick. Now, starting things off, how do you feel the Blue Room show went? So, so, so. Everything went better than expected. Yep. I honestly thought we played pretty bad, but everybody loved it, so. Yep. Well, they loved it. Except. I do have to say the show should have been promoted a little bit better, though. Yes. Because the turnout was, was not super. There was these three girls that I invited that apparently didn't have a good time because we weren't, quote-unquote, very welcoming to them. They're mental, so who cares? Who said that? These three girls that I know. Okay. I didn't even know that they... Well, actually, I only know one. She brought her two friends. Oh. Well, they went to the show, so mission accomplished. Exactly. They, yeah. paid. they paid. They spent the money, so whatever. I believe your show at the Blue Room was to have the final appearance by Steve Pro from uh, Bomb Scare. Now, yeah. no pressure, guys, but tell me about um what you're thinking about now that you have a new drummer on your hands. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking about actually uh, meeting up to practice now and uh, finish the stupid EP that we... Which is yeah. actually called the stupid it's EP. called the stupid EP. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're trying to do that. Trying to do that, and then I guess we'll work on the... Oh, thank you. And I guess we'll work no, on the album at one uh, sooner than later. Because, like, me and Rob just have to record our parts, and then Rob just has to mix it up for uh, Norman Bates, and then uh, yep. boom shakalaka. Now, what songs are you including on this EP? Oh, it's the same one that we've been working on forever. World yeah. War Z. Five-year yeah. plan. Five-year plan. Slaughterhouse and Norman and Bates. Slaughterhouse. Oh, and we're we actually telling, talking about doing uh, putting Cancer Sucks on it. Yeah. Just because. Just because. Everybody liked that song. It was probably the best song we song played song that so night. nice, they made us play it twice. Yes. <laughs> and it was covered later that night, so it's yeah. pretty impressive. Four, sh four shows and a band's already covering us. And it's not our typical genre. <laughs> exactly. What a bunch of idiots we are for playing thrash metal. Yeah. <laughs> we should just play. We should grind. just be a grind band. We should just be a grind band. Or crust punk. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Like look up uh, Digby uh, from Earache? Well, I was actually at their office like a couple of weeks ago, just hanging out. I never met Digby. He's uh, he's in the England office. But I was just hanging out with Al, Al Dawson. He's a cool guy. Just shooting the crap. It was fun. Since I can't say the bad word. Do you know anybody that ever met Digby? Is that the guy who founded Eric? Yeah. Okay. Besides Al, no. Besides Al, I don't think I know anybody that have met that's met Digby. I bet Sven Peltonen did. 
Who's Sven Peltonen? I don't know if he was here, though. No. Well. <laughs> yeah. He just sounds like a guy that would hang out with a guy called Digby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, horns up to my friend Sven. I mean, I don't know anybody that's more hardcore than Sven. I don't know anybody Pel- named Sven, but I'm sure he's Tonin. a nice guy. He sounds pretty brutal. Yeah. Would you say, um, what was the clinching moment that made you decide that that dude that you hired as your drummer should be your drummer? When he said yes. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All I did was tell him, listen, just don't get high at the, just don't get high on practice and don't be an ass. And he said, okay. And uh, that was about it. Now we just have to like lug his, whatever gear he has to lug over here. Into Rob's garage, and then we'll just start. Well, we're gonna have to now because now yeah. we have the drum kit from uh, Joe. Yeah, that's true. So maybe he'll just need to bring like cymbal and snare, if anything. Yeah, I wonder if they're listening over at Joe's house right now. Mm, maybe they better be. Well, hi Joe, if you're if you guys are listening. If you're not, we're gonna find you. Yeah, and, <laughs> and well, well, they're not listening, so I don't even know why we're making threats. Yeah, <laughs> we'll find something bad to do. Yeah. <laughs> now thinking about your last concert on the twenty eighth. When are you planning your next concert, and what type of set list do you imagine you'll play oh, for? Oh, crap, I forgot to ask Raj about it. Tim's going to be mad. Um, we got, well, I guess now we're not going to be doing it. We got offered to, uh, we got a Dingbats offer on December 15th. Well, we could still, might still be able to do that. Yeah, but I was supposed to speak to Roger about it today, and, well, that's not happening, so not, like... Well, just say, you could just tell Tim that he was sick, and he was, like, not up for talk. Yeah, but, uh, Tim's, like... December 15th, you say? Yeah, we might. Uh, it, we got an offer. I don't. It, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna be doing it or not. It's right now. It's more than likely not uh, because today was my deadline, and it was like one band away. It was like one band away from filling up. So he'll pro- he probably booked somebody else tonight, which is understandable, and that's fine because I think we should start uh, playing New York a little bit and just getting around that area too. Because maybe the New York crowd will actually come out then. Yeah, maybe they'll come out. Any hopes to play the Crazy Donkey anytime soon? What's soon? The, what's no. the Crazy Donkey? Uh, well, there was this one donkey, is it and then it got like, kicked out of like, this group of friends of donkeys because it was really <laughs> crazy, man. <laughs> Everybody talks smack about the Crazy Donkey. All right. like, I, I'm not even going to say anything because this guy is real revenge hungry. I'll take your but word also, for it. There's this club called the Crazy Donkey too in farming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll we'll be talking about the club though. We we don't want to piss off the Crazy no. Donkey. No. <laughs> but uh, it, that's in Farmingdale, and I remember seeing Is destruction. It still open there? In 2008, I think it's still open. Like in 2010, there was like so there was a few shows that were supposed to be there, and then they got relocated to um, the chance and I don't know why. Oh no, it was Club Karma they got relocated to, so I don't know what happened with there. Well, I mean, keep in mind, like, if something got relocated from like, uh, the Crazy Donkey to a place in New York City, I mean, it's just like... No, it didn't get relocated to a place in New York City. It got located further deeper into Long Island. That's stupid. Well, yeah, I know. So I don't know if the... I don't know if that place is still a venue, but if it is, it'd be cool to play there one day, but... Yeah, I remember, um... We'll probably just look for something in New York City. Or, like, Brooklyn or something like that. I just remember, though, uh, seeing Mantic Ritual there, and it's just like, oh my god, that was an insanely amazing show. Yeah, I saw that at the B.B. King show. It's a shame what happened to that band. We always end up talking about Mantic Ritual and why why it's bad that they broke up. It's a shame. I know. I mean, they had everything going for them. 
Yeah, who who knew that Dan Wetmore leaving would have been like the ultimate downfall? Well, I mean, it was Dan leaving, then Adam left, and it's just like, well, well, Adam left like towards the end, but it was be but like right after Dan left, like the management dropped them and everything, and like they got screwed over. Things are looking up better though for Jeff and Ben, because they're now part of uh, Warbringer, and um, no, they've been going out on. Uh, I are think, they? yeah, I I think they when went out to happen? Europe as well as. Possibly they're Australian. I think for I've too. Heard Are you of sure? This. For realsies, man. That well, realsies. awesome. They got they got. Well, uh, I know Hex they, See, like, Warbringer's like notorious for stealing other thrash bands' musicians. Yeah, they got, yeah, got Hexen's drummer. Now they got the guys of Mantic Ritual. I mean, what's next? Were they gonna like take like Jose Barales on vocals or something like that on backup vocals? I'm with on, on tambourine. On tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Snorebringer. They should rename the Smoresbringer, and then all they do. Every show is throw s'mores into the crowd. Uh, that's a band I would be willing to see. Yo, yeah, dude. I would see that too. And then like they'd have to get like everybody high though, and then like everybody <laughs> would be like fighting in the mosh pit for the s'mores. And they'd have to play Maryland Death Fest, but they would play Maryland S'mores Fest, and it yeah. would be great. <laughs> and it would be like Maryland Death Fest, but it would be another stage where it's on the floor, and they play around surrounded by campfire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they play Home on the Range, except the thrash metal version, and that's yeah. the only song they play. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe, it's like... It's and like, maybe Kumbaya. And it's a 45-minute set of just that. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that would be a good show. I wouldn't go, but it would be a good show. <laughs> that's the spirit, man. <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, I'm not going, but it's going to be a great show. <laughs> What's up, Wednesday? This is Luna from Holy Grail, and you're listening to WMFC 90.3. Shred on. Now, we're back. <laughs> Shred on. It's like the Merle Griffin so show awesome. of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, and we're back. No, he, he, he just did the exact same thing. Again. I know, he, I like, know. He, he, ate a, he like ate a bag of chips and he just like did <laughs> and a took a drink of, and Just then... for 30 seconds, like, and we're back. <laughs> I feel like we're in his living room. I feel, like they should, I feel like they should make this studio into the Merv Griffin yeah. stage. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can make it happen. I All would right. love that. I would love that. All right, we're going to have to knock down some walls, I think, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could just use that room. Yeah, but there's a doorway in the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are going to have to knock down some walls. So we'll just have to, like, knock down this wall, and we can turn this whole thing into the Merv Griffin stamps. Now, speaking <laughs> about that, have you been able to record any new songs as of recent days? <laughs> what does that have to do with the Merv Griffin show? Oh, my God. Uh, Everything has to do with the Merv Griffin <laughs> show, man. Well, we haven't recorded anything Zamboni-wise, but... I actually started working on a side project. Uh, we're doing Trapped Under Ice. I have to do this for my midterm for my, one of my classes. And uh, we have our friend Joe Whitaker playing guitar on it, lead guitars. I am playing these yeah. rhythms, guitars, and uh, vocals. And uh, our good friend Chris here is going to play bass. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've been tracking my, uh, my one-man grindcore project, View Terror. So I, I've been doing the first album. All the guitars I tracked, it's going to be 25 songs in under 20 minutes. Uh, and there's not going to be any bass on it to keep the tone really, like, raw and grindy. And it's just going to be funny for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, it's going to be very funny. Every other song has the word grind in it. It's, ju it's just going to be fun. Dude, do you think it's possible to make a song shorter than You Suffer by no. Napalm Death? Well, no, probably not. What I don't it? know how. It's, like, point. Four seconds. Oh, it's like point four seconds or something. No, I thought it was one point four seconds. Oh, whatever. That's friggin'. I don't know. <laughs> then maybe it's possible. It like, <laughs> it's like one drum beat. And that's Isn't it. Yeah. Like, you suffer what? Dent. 
Yeah, that's the song. That, we, what just about, did, uh, we just did hey the song. Hey, Gordy, give me a shot. Doom. <laughs> yeah. That uh, might be 1.7. <laughs> Yo, and it... It's too long. Yo, it came out on this split with some other thing that was, like, maybe, like, 1.8 seconds. Oh. So it's just, like, <laughs> you're paying, like, per minute, like, 100 or, like, $1,000 for the minute. Because if you pay the split <laughs> yeah. time-wise. Yeah, that funny. makes sense, yeah. That's funny. But, like, tell me, though. With this Buteror project, what has it got? Like thirty songs on it? Twenty-five. I might, but if it, if it, I might just try to do thirty songs if it comes out still being like five minutes shy of twenty. If it's fifteen minutes, then I think I might just go the extra thirty, the extra five songs, the extra thirty songs, just to have thirty songs in under twenty minutes because that would just be absurd. And I don't know if it's been done before. Probably yes. I'm sure there's a grind band that's done it. it has to be. Yo. But if there hasn't, that would be hilarious. What about Warm Rot? Oh, yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah, their whole like set was twenty minutes. Yeah, they played like well, they played last, like thirty songs in like twenty minutes. Their last album was like twenty six songs like in that, eighteen minutes. I know, but there's that video online of them playing at some like grindcore festival. Yeah, and like their whole set is twenty minutes long. Yeah, and they played like forty songs. Were they like, playing out yeah. in Asia? Yeah, I think in Thailand. I or think so. so. I no, no, it no, because it said in Grind We Trust, and it was in American. I don't know if it was, it was in probably America. Probably in England. No, they've never come to the states. They okay, then maybe it was in, in Europe. And there was a blow-up doll in the crowd. That was funny. In the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> what? See the best. The best thing about Chaga. the best thing about <laughs> Wormrot is that they don't have a bass player, so it's just that. Yeah. It's a three-piece without a bass player. Yeah, that's basically it's pretty hilarious. That's kind of why. I, that's one of the reasons why I didn't put any bass on this, other than sheer laziness. Channeling Wormrot. Because yeah, Wormrot's awesome. They're Yo, so dude. funny. Do the Agents of Abhorrence thing and just tour without a bassist. Or you could be like Rorg and play without a drummer and a bass player. Okay. Those guys are awesome, though. Yeah. yeah. Even though they had no bass player or drummer. Hey, Rorg! They still had every Rorg! Band. But they had to use, like, those dudes had to, like, Actually, time everything so well. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I know. How do you, like... They're good. That's amazing. And I actually saw uh, Dan at the uh, Condition Critical show. Bonded when oh, they yeah. were bonded. Good. Yeah. Good for him. Nick was there too. Yes. Oh. That was a good show. Bond of my blood almost stayed over my house the night before. Wow, groovy. Yeah. Groovy. But I had to get up in the morning anyway, and like they didn't want to pay the tolls in the morning to get here, which is understandable. So they ended up sleeping at the venue. In the venue? Well in the parking out lot. In the parking lot, yeah. That's gotta be brutal. Yeah. If you think about it, they probably don't get to take a shower for, like, days at a no, time. No, that's what they wanted most out of my house. They were like, can we just shower at least? I'm like, yeah, of course you can shower. But it ended up not happening. So, whatever. Maybe next time. Yeah. Remember, like, buying uh, Moro a beer and just talking with those guys and also talking about, like, getting into Burn and stuff? Because they, I think um, there was this notice in the uh, recent Burn issue, I think September, their album was rated and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's good. It's good they're a new album. Did anybody see Death Angel as of recent days? No. Negative. No. I was going to go to that show, my but... My girlfriend um, went to the show, and uh, with her and Joe Whitaker actually went to that, too. Like, the one in Montclair. Montclair. Yeah, The ones that they, like, they ended up going... They ended up getting there after Death Angel. Yeah. Oh. So, but... So they had they didn't get to see them. Unforgivable. I'm sure they were great, though. I was going to go to that I show. I would have loved to But I was going to go with Roberto, and he was like, oh, no, I'm going to hang out with Melissa instead because oh. I've seen these bands like a million times. I would have loved to go to that one, but I had, I, I, yeah, I had work that day. 
No, but I mean, if you've seen Testament a million times, you still want to see them. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, everybody that's a metalhead. Well, I was on the. F I saw the first leg of the tour anyway, so mm. I wasn't missing anything. Yeah. Because I heard the set lists were, like, not very different from the first leg. I want to see. T you see, I want to see Testament headline. I've never seen them headline. They're always. They've always been supporting. I've seen them like three, yeah, three or four times, and they've always been supporting. I want to see them play more than a half hour because the new album. They never. That's like so weird. The too, album's ridiculous. The new album. It's not like they're like a small time thrash band where they no. can't headline because like Overkill headlines all the time. Yeah, it's just that they just get they they prefer getting thrown on the packet deals or for whatever because I guess everything sells better. Maybe they don't think they'll be able to sell out crowds if they headline. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean it's like. Then they'd if have you, to get, like, a bigger package behind them. Just get Exodus. Testament, Exodus, and, uh... Dig Destruction. Death Angel again. Or Heathen. Heathen? That's, you know what? Warbeast would be a great supporter. Warbeast, yeah. uh, Warbeast, Exodus, and, uh, Testament. And Havoc. Havoc, man. And Morbid Saint. <laughs> let's just get every good band. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do Slaughter by the Water 5,000 times. Yes. Without all of the newer bands, except for Havoc, <laughs> and just all the old, let's you know, let's just do, let's just do an MDF thing. With I think all that's what they, they should do at next year's Orion is have a, a stage that's all thrash. They should. They should, uh, and they should also have the other stage not have so many uh, like brocore bands. Yeah. With the exception of Volbeat, because I don't consider them broy, because they're just they're all rockabilly and yeah, cool. they're they're like hard rock. Yeah. No, I know, but a lot of, like, bro guys yeah, I know. like them, Events, too, because so. they're stupid. Yeah. Yeah, bra. Bra. Oh, I want to punch them so hard. Do you hard. even lift? <laughs> I want to punch them so hard in the esophagus that their Adam's apple ricochets off their body like a pinball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty, uh, pretty bad. Uh, there were yeah. so many. Me, Joe, Nick, and then this one chick that I saw were probably the only people, and, like, some, and one other dude were, like, the only people there that were, like, thrashers, that were wearing thrash vests, I think. Yeah, I heard, like, th I heard, like, people were taking pictures of, like, all the thrash vests, like, they were, like, a novelty item. <laughs> to some people, they are, well, I guess. Well, some people are stupid. Should be shot on sight. Yes. For America. America. And now, you're listening to WMSC 90.3 in Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Yup. Not Southern Montclair. Upper. Upper. Yeah, upper. Better recognize. Word. North side. <laughs> <laughs> We're the north side. <laughs> what role do you think popular tri-state publications and periodicals have in the New York, New Jersey music scene? I don't know. They uh, just kind of help. They just help push the local bands a little bit more. I don't. Yeah, but depends, cause not like depending on who looks at them. I mean, I, I don't know how much. I, the only metal I've ever seen is in the Aquarian. Yeah, it's just kind of nice to. Well, I've seen it in the Village Voice, but oh, it's maybe really. The Village Voice. But it's mostly been like hard rock or stuff like that. And if you there is metal, it's usually just advertising for a show that's coming up. So not too too much, but it's uh, it's okay, I guess. It's something. The local scene's just too dominated by crappy Crap. scene core bands and stuff. So are you saying there needs to be some sort of like scene killing? Yeah. Scene. Let's go out and to kill take a poser. over. Like a poser. It's like the po. You know the scene. It's funny because there's the new wave of thrash, and the old wave of thrash had like the posers in the glam metal scene, and now the new wave of thrash has the posers in the scene, scene. Yeah, but we even the have them. Scene. We even have them in the thrash scene. All those kids that that, that pretended it's cool because they because they're in high school and they're like, I want to be different, so they just listen to thrash metal. They don't even know. We're what talking it is. to you, Mike Taslov. Yeah. Calling you out. You better call the station now and Punk. yell at us. 
back in my day, posers liked glam metal. But at least they Glam. liked glam metal. <laughs> glam metal's pretty terrible, too, though, I'll have to admit. Oh, yeah, most of it's pretty bad. Yeah, poison. Oh, my. Plum off. So bad. <laughs> so bad. That stupid unskinny bop song. What I hope they all die. Yeah. Why couldn't Brett Michaels have been, like, had that brain hemorrhage that killed him? It, he just had to survive. And he had to freaking sue MTV or whatever of all the, thing he was appearing on because yeah. they got hit in the head or something. Like yeah. that. Of all the people. It was like a month before and that somehow caused yeah. it. Yeah. Of all the people that have to be saved, it has to be that guy. Aren't you kind of insulted how blogging has become the new music journalism? Yeah. Uh, yes and no. Like, it's good and it's all, it's good because it, like, because people do help all the underground bands. Uh, no, because a lot of them make a lot of really dumb mistakes. Like, they usually ask, like, some pretty basic questions and just really that kind of stuff. Not, like, uh, like, I've gotten more used to it and I like it a little more now, but there's just some things that kind of appalled me a little bit before that don't really do so much now. But okay. there's just little things that I nitpick about it. Let's discuss these little things that you nitpick about. I, uh, I'm sorry. I just... I don't know. <laughs> I like... I think music blogging is good. A good thing. Even with the little mistakes and stuff. I mean, there's plenty of, like, normal publications that make stupid mistakes. So, I think music blogging is, you know, the other problem. Well, the other problem that I have with that is that, well, me being, like, a journalism major and stuff, and, like, an aspiring journalist, basically, it's a little harder to really get your foot in the door because so many people are just music blogging. That's true. And yeah. it's free, so it's, it's going to be tougher for me to essentially get a job in that field. You know, I'll just have to work. I'll just have to try harder. Yep. Yeah, it's like you have to be relentless. You have to be a Pulitzer Prize-winning author to be a journalist. Now. No, well, uh, <laughs> screw it. I'll also, I live in a van down by the river. It's kind of like you need to send out stuff to like twenty or thirty different things. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And also, sometimes you need to keep sending stuff to the same places. Yeah. Like blabbermouth. Yeah. <laughs> the Aquarian's a winner, but I mean, just like. It's kind of like, with those sites, though, I feel like you need to know a certain contact. Once you make contact with... I feel that way, too. X person. We're talking about you, X person. Now... <laughs> Is that like the, the guy from Blabbermouth or whatever? Yeah, the guy boring. who runs Blabbermouth. Yeah, that's it. Like, if you can make contact with them somehow, or a major editor from a magazine, that's the ticket. And be like, what is the actual email to submit the stuff to? I've also heard of, like, writer's market as a uh, option, too. What kinds of interesting ideas do you have, Rob? About what? Music blogging? And also going like this. <laughs> um, well, well, the audience can't see him do this. Yeah, the yeah. audience can't see me do that. So, um, it's all an imagination. Exactly. It's, it's like the old days of radio when they had to, like, tell stories and describe every little detail to you. Coming up the well, stairs! There's someone at the door. <laughs> um, well, I think music blogging is good because it's um, like because the mainstream media like ignores the the thrash metal scene and the heavy metal scene and all that. Basically, I mean for the most part, not all the time, but like for the most part. So I think music blogging is like gonna be like the wave of the future kind of thing. You know? Would you imagine um, things are just gonna bottom out and then there's gonna be some sort of upward curve coming? I don't know if they'll bottom out necessarily. I mean, I don't know. It, I don't know. It's really hard to like tell what trends and stuff the way things mm -hmm. work and what's the new big thing with to do and stuff. So you know, you never know. Like in my mind, the idea is like 
cream rises. So, I mean, if, if you're good and, like, there's something to your style that's important, you have to keep moving or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, if if you really want to do something, you just, you know, if you put your mind to it, you could do it, so... I would hope so. If music bloggers, you know, want to, like, continue doing what they're doing, they, you know, they just do it, and that's it. You know, they can't, like, say, like, oh, what's bothering me out? Let me just stop. So, you know, they got to do what they got to do. Hi, my name is Chris Butera. And I'm Robert Orr. Speaking on that note, for the music each of you are making in your side projects, i.e. Eldritch Abomination and Butera, could you imagine collaborating on a song or two? Well, then it would be a Zamboni song. Yeah. Well, we already are collaborating, kind yeah. of. Because I'm, I'm going to make Trapped Under Ice an Eldritch Abomination song when it's done. So yeah. there's the collaboration. Who's doing vocals? I am. He is. Who's doing drums? I'm just playing bass. Uh, we're probably going to have to program the drums because we can't find a drummer to do it. As usual. Well, then. So much tension in this quarter. And then, and our, like I said, our friend Joe's playing Lee's guitars and I'm just playing the rhythms guitars. Yep. Yo, but Tolkien is so much more awesome than Swissgar. Like Swissgar should get his ass kicked, man. <laughs> he has it coming. <laughs> well, what was wrong with your guitar sounds tonight? <laughs> Yo, but seriously, Swissgar is such a rotten, like, dude to Tolkien. I love Swissgar, though. He's hilarious. No, man, Tolkien's the man. Yeah. Tolkien's cool, too, but Swissgar's hilarious. Yeah, but Tolkien has a silly little mustache. It's fun. Yeah, it's funny when they argue, because they have, like, they're, like, they're, like, both Norwegian. Yeah. They, like, they're both <laughs> from Scandinavia, and they both have, like, the similar accent. Yeah. So it's just hilarious. It's like Ugh, Olden's beard. It's like watching two Russian people from New York argue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that show. It sucks that it's uh ending soon. Eh, well, it's but had they, a good run. I, think, yeah. I honestly think it's been it's been long enough. They are doing a third album though. Yes. Yeah. It's coming out it's coming out in like ten soon, days or soon. five days or something. Yeah, I've heard a little bit yeah, of it. Yeah, because they're playing already with got it. they're playing with Machine Head and stuff. Ian did it on his stupid new music Monday thing. Yeah, he screw did, him. He did his <laughs> like what is that? Is that like on his radio show or something? Or no, he just—that's just when he gets a bunch of promos and then he just like tags everybody and then he goes through every single promo and listens to each and every one of so them. So it basically takes him all day. Basically, is that all he does? Yes. <laughs> he doesn't get paid for it at all. He like he listens to—he does nothing but listen to music and supposedly this tires him out. I don't know. <laughs> that's damn. How many beef jerky you have, man? Only three. Woo. Oh, like I need to find a way to like make your own beef jerky. Well, he needs a smoker or a dehydrator or something like that. It can yeah. be done. I'm just pissed though. Like when I went to uh, Mitsua, like the other week. Mitsua, Mitsua, Ba Mitsua. Welcome to Mitsua. We got some beef jerky over here. We got the no, uh, no, beef jerky. It's not beef jerky. It's fish oh, jerky. Yeah, it's fish Salmon. jerky. You can't have. You can't have beef. Wait, yeah. No, you can beef, have beef. Beef is kosher. That's why I can have kosher beef. hot kosher dogs beef. or beef. Yeah, kosher beef. Kosher. We got some kosher jerky. Kosher beef. Kosher jerky. We got a bagel with locks. We got a. Uh, I'm feeling a little verklempt. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I remember one time, had an interview, and like one of the people in the band that I interviewed, like I think I stepped on the piece of beef jerky that was on the ground. And Wait, was it toxicology? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. What happened? Well, I stepped on a piece of Ooh, jerky, and I'm like, oh, man, I think that's the last one. And the guy picks it up and eats it. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> man, I actually found another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Well, they're crusty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say that. They are crusty. Hi, <laughs> gosh. Now, with the smunja or the CMJ convention, as some people <laughs> call it. Smunja. What? what? <laughs> 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 it's 
sounds like some like 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 sub-Saharan African tribal word or something. Yeah. No, that's like some sort of like Middle no. Eastern dessert. <laughs> or that. Hey, can we have some smoochie over here? <laughs> what was that thing that they wanted to eat in the end of Avengers? Remember, like they went shawarma. Yeah, shawarma. <laughs> what is shawarma? It's some halal crap. It's good. It's what? Crap? It's some halal food. It's like lambish or beefish, oh, and, they, and they put it in dude, like um, lamb rules, man. They oh. put it in. They put Ugh. it in some dude, kind of sauce. Lambs totally have it coming. That's why it's they good. taste good. It's good. I still think lambs have it coming, and they're delicious. With the Hunja convention happening next week, what are some goals of both of you guys? I don't even know what the... Honestly, CMJ. I don't know what it music is. Journal. Oh, I didn't even know about yeah. it, and I I don't know if I'm going to even have the time to go to it, honestly. I'm not going to have time. i got to make up a bunch of work, and honestly, we don't have... This stupid EP's not finished. If it was finished, I would just make a bunch of copies and just give it to everybody, and then mm. probably go home. I would like to go, but probably I don't think I'm going to have time this week. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna have time either. Just got too much work to do with the uh, the side project thing that ha is due on November first. So, and I'm I'm going away at the end of the month, so I have like no time oh. to do it. Now, what type of major concerts have you guys both attended that stick out in your head as important moments in time for you? Uh, the what Rust do they mean to you looking back? The Rust in Peace 20th anniversary concert in Scranton was one of the best. Sh I think. It might be the best show because it was just the was, whole day was fun. Yeah, the whole day. That's what it was, and all the incidents that like all the little adventures that led up to the show. Yeah, and after hanging out with exes for a little bit, mm -hmm. it was just like a perfect day. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I wish we could have stayed longer, but we had to get home because it was like super late. Mm -hmm. If it was like you know close to here, I'd been like, let's just like chill with Exodus all night. Like I wouldn't yeah. have cared, but and but we and me and you missed um. Was it me? Yeah, me and you went back to the car and we missed no, Dave Mustaine. No, it was Mustaine, you and Roberto. Right? Oh, okay. I didn't see Dave Mustaine at all. Yeah, he did, because he walked past you guys. Remember, remember David Ellison was, like, shaking everybody's hand and waving, and Dave Mustaine was wearing his, like, incognito outfit? Oh, yeah. That wasn't so incognito. <laughs> yeah. Yo, did you say something really interesting? Chuck Billy and the smoothies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chuck Billy was buying a banana smoothie. A banana Strawberry smoothie? banana Strawberry smoothie. Strawberry banana smoothie. Dude, you should have went up to him and be like... Chuck we Billy. did. That's they so did. hardcore of you to this eat was me smoothies, and man. This, this is the exactly funniest story happened. ever. Me and Roberto, we just had gotten Nathan's oh, in the mall. It. We were in the mall food court. We had just gotten Nathan's, and we're sitting down and eating. All of a sudden, we see this giant, like, bear of a guy with long hair walking past. And we're like, oh, hey, Chuck. And he's like, hey, <laughs> what's up, guys? And he kept walking. And, like, Roberto goes, hey. Like, they were at the counter ordering. He goes... Guys, Chuck Billy just walked that way, and they literally ran after him. I think he was scared for his life at this point. He was, yeah, when we got over there, like, he had this look on his face, like, oh, sh ah, sh ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, me like me and Ian were, like, right there, and are all decked out in our vests and everything, and he's at the counter of, like, this frozen yogurt stand or something. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, can I just get a strawberry and banana smoothie? Uh, and he looks at us. And he sounds like Johnny's as well yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, everybody, he's, he's like, oh, can I just get a strawberry banana smoothie? Okay. And then, me, and, then uh. me and, and then he sees me and Ian, he's like, oh, oh crap. Because <laughs> he knows we're going to talk to him and probably ask for a picture, which we did. And it was really bad because we saw the bass player of Testament yeah, 2. We saw the and bass we didn't player. realize it was him. We saw the bass player and we saw Glenn Drover. Yeah, we saw and Glenn we Drover. felt so bad. For the for like how annoyed Chuck Billy kind of was because the bass player looked like he actually wanted to talk to us and we didn't realize they, he it was waved him. at Glenn Drover rave, waved at us and oh. then we were like didn't bother going over there yeah we were well we talked to him after outside the venue though I think yeah we did because he came, he came out so yeah which was cool because it was interesting because we saw Megadeth. 
and Glenn Drover was playing. He was filling in for Alex Skolnick. Yeah. So it was like an interesting reunion, it I'm sure. It was an interesting meeting of the minds. Yes. Yes, because yes, Glenn Drover was in Megadeth. And King Diamond. And other bands that bands. he left. Merciful Fate, wasn't he in there too? No. Oh, I thought he was. Metal no, Archives he was in King Diamond. Yes, Metal Archives does know who. But yeah, that was a and And we got to meet Lee. Oh, it was a cool, another cool story from that day. Chris and I. Wait, was it Chris? No, no, it was Roberto and I. Got the oh, car after the show. Spicy. We went to get the car. And because uh, it was in a parking lot or a garage that was like a couple blocks away from the venue, so we come back and like we see Chris and Ian standing outside one of the tour buses talking to someone. We're so like, oh, okay, who's the, who are they talking to? We pull up and it's Lee Altis and Tom Hunting. Yeah, and like we I roll down Rob the window too. And Rob, well, no, Rob Dukes was inside oh, yeah, the bus. He, he came, came out came later. Out. Yeah. Uh, and Lee Altis, I rolled down the window. Lee Altis just gives me a high five as soon as he sees <laughs> me. It was the coolest thing ever. It's like, oh, how's it going? Yeah. yeah. So I ran. I, I like, He's like a Russian Fonzie. I drove and parked the car like <laughs> right down the block, and we yeah. ran back, and we were, we got a picture with like half of Exodus. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so funny. Jack Gibson wasn't there. No. It was Tom Hunting, Lee Altis. Gary Holt like was like Gary Holt was he was yeah, but he wasn't in the picture. Yeah. It was Gary Holt. I mean, it was Lee Altis. Tom, Tom Hunting, Hunting and, and Rob Dukes. Dukes. It was really awesome. And then at the Heathen Show, I got my picture taken with Lee Altus and Rob Dukes. I wish I freaking went to that. It was so good. Stupid school. That was another good show that I would say was like awesome. Like good influence and good. One the, of the best shows. One of the best shows that I went to. Well, first of all, it has to be the first concert. It was Gigantor 2000. And it was Gigantor 2 at the PNC Bank Arts Center. That was the first time I saw Megadeth. That was the first time when they played the best freaking set ever. And also, what Junior was wasn't that? 2006. Junior wasn't in the band yet, actually. June, well, Jun- Junior had left. Wasn't it? Yeah, J Lo, <laughs> James Lomenzo, yeah. J Lo. Did you know funny. he's on the Amazing Race now? Oh dear God! It's hilarious. I'm like, I saw a promo for it. And I'm like, like we were eating dinner, and like, like all of a sudden you see James Lomenzo, and I'm like, holy crap, that's James Lomenzo. He was in Megadeth. I'm not Wait, sure. isn't that that show where they try to get fat people to lose weight? No, that's no, the biggest loser. That's the biggest loser. Oh. The Amazing Race is like, it's like, <laughs> it, they basically have to like race around the world or whatever. Uh, yeah, James and the most Lomenzo is bloated and he needs to like. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Chris was Broderick only... wasn't in the band either yet. No. I think it was... no, wait, he might have been. No, he was. Oh, he was? Right. No, when I... in 2006, no. No, Glenn Drover no, was No, he in wasn't. It. Glenn Drover was yeah. in. They opened with Set the World of Fire, then oh. they played Kick the Chair and Blackmail the Universe. God, what a show. They closed with... They started Holy Wars, then in the middle, they stopped, and they played Mechanics. Oh. And then they finished the rest of Holy Wars. That's so awesome. It was amazing. And now they don't play anything. No, they yeah. play... The staple set, a.k.a. Symphony of Destruction, Peace Cells, Holy Wars, Hangar 18, Trust. Sweating Bullets. A, a Toot Le Monde. No, Sweating Bullets are not Occasionally really Occasionally they play it, though. It's it not really a single, staple. though. It is a single, but it's not really a staple, yeah. I wouldn't say. Yeah. Yeah. And boring. Did I say Peace Cells already? Yeah. Peace Cells. Boring. They should play Kick the Chair every... They, they should. should. Set. They should play so many songs every set. They should play... Uh, I know. Ma- uh, five Magics. They you got at least Poison You got like cure. 70 songs. You only play like eight. In my Come darkest on. hour, too. It's the same eight. Yeah, in my darkest hour, they should the play. Mm-hmm. They should play Ashes in Your Mouth. That's my favorite Megadeth song. There's no love for uh, So Far So Good So What either. Yeah, they yeah. should play like Hook and Mouth. Mary Jane. They did play Hook and Mouth with the Big Four, though, in Sofia, Bulgaria. Yeah. Uh, what else? Who else says that was the first time I saw Arch Enemy? Um, it was the first time I saw Overkill, and I think Mike Portnoy actually played drums on Elimination. I think he guessed it that day for that That's song, cool. which was cool. 
Um, the Dream Theater there? The, no. Then they played the Mike year Portnoy before. Because he lives there. He lives in, like, Long Island, so uh, I guess they invited him or something. Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, he's he's cool. Yeah. It's the only time I saw Lamb of God, and uh, they were awesome. Um, at PNC, they managed to get the whole crowd into the middle section in Mosh. Nice. That was awesome. Uh, the fat guy knocked me out of my shoes, and he knocked some other guy over the railing. It was cool. <laughs> so tell me about this fat guy. He was just fat. Typical fat, shirtless guy in the mosh pit that gets all sweaty and gross when you slam into him and you kind of want to avoid him, but you don't have a choice because, well, he's the fat guy. Yep. Yo, is he kind of like that uh, Lich King uh, meme guy? Mm. Lenny Two Frasher? No, the crazy mosh guy. You know, that guy that they just With put the hat that's always like in every oh, picture okay. that does the face. Yeah. Where he looks like he's taking a big dump. Yeah, Lenny Two Frasher from his new wave, new wave of, he- of thrash metal blog. Yeah, it's just the guy who runs that. No, um, and the other show I have to say that was very uh, awesome had to have been the uh, the Metal Masters Tour 2008. <sighs> the one that I wish that I went Testament, to. Testament, Motorhead, Heaven and Hell. Only time Jewish I ever Priest. saw a deal with everything, and the first time I saw a Priest. Holy crap! I wish. I How would. awesome was That's that? That's the song that I regret. Or you at the interview at the at the thrash bash, you asked mm-hmm. what, what show that we regret most. It's that one because of Dio died shortly after, well, two years after. Yeah, but it was so or, awesome. Was it two years? Or yeah, a two year years after. after. But thinking about the future. <laughs> yeah, let's the think future. about the future. <laughs> Whenever everyone's dead, <laughs> let's go. Back Skynet to the takes over. Yeah. And the Mother of the Resistance finally gets to be played again Ugh. at the denial of everyone. Yeah. I don't even think we should. We probably shouldn't even put it on the album we now. We probably shouldn't because no one likes it. Probably shouldn't ever do it ever no, again. No, no, no. I got this brilliant idea. You make it like, how many songs are you going to have on there? On the album? Between yeah. 8 and 10. There you go. Now, you're going to put uh, about 88 or 89 two-second tracks that are just silence. <laughs> and on the 99th track... You put the mother of resistance. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the whole album. <laughs> the most brutal album in the 99 history. 99 songs in seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, do you All silence. To put onto a CD more than 99 songs or no? Probably not. If they were like two seconds long, maybe. Yeah, I don't. We'll have to. We'll have to well, try. Yeah, yeah, error. that is possible. But I mean, just like, can you break the ninety-nine uh, mark? I don't know. Has it ever been know. done? I have no idea. You can make it happen. Good though. question. You have the power. It's clobbering time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are three things you're looking forward to in the coming years for underground musicians? Uh, and what are three things you're deeply concerned about? One thing is more of them being able to branch out fr- and uh, without the use of record labels. Trying to figure out how to do everything properly again. Trying to be able to make money again. Just basically how to rise up and have music, have the music industry be the way things were. I see three things. I, I guess the same as Chris. Like just having the bands be able to do their own thing and like make money and do what they have to do to make a living and i guess one of the bad things of course is like you know what's going to happen with like the f- like way fans like if one genre becomes more mainstream and all like the crappy main screen main screen mainstream kids go to these Might like well shows call it mainstream mainstream what they do anyway these putzes oh yeah well yeah but all these like scene kids go to like thrash shows that would be pretty bad <laughs> spoke of it <laughs> was it the, Europe after the rain? That was the pun. Yeah, I know. That was the pun. <laughs> what are the three things you are really worried about? Well, that one is the scene kids thing. They're all kind of the same thing. I'm worried about 
everything. I'm worried about music just completely dying. Uh, I, well, as far as like music that <laughs> I enjoy listening to, I'm worried about it dying because of lack of a lot of things. Uh, uh, no, music will never die though because no, but I mean like there's always gonna be something you know in a sense like where like nothing is ever going on for you know I'm worried I don't about want it to hit another very I'm worried I'm worried about the point where there's not there's it's impossible to make new music because we've had every combination and every possible notation and that is what I'm worried about like when there's when you're there's like even avant garde is like copying like now. Like, that is going to be the point. I mean, it, eventually it's going to happen. You only have 12 notes. There's only so much you can do with 12 notes, you yeah. know? Well, there's been... Obviously, there's a lot. But how much is left? Exactly. Lots of notations of pig squeals. I mean, if you want to do the math, uh, that's 144 different combinations. No, because it'd be 12... But there's obviously more. It'd be 12, 12 times, times 11 times 10 times... Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Permutations, permutations. Yeah, My fault. which is like an absurdly big number, but still. Obviously, you know I failed math. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn education. Thinking back on uh, the Napster. schools was a bad choice. Napster, what does that word mean to you? It means well, nothing to me because it's no, like it dead now. It, yeah. <laughs> I never used it. and cause, well, I used it, but I didn't steal Metallica. I stole wrestling themes. And eventually I <laughs> bought the wrestling CDs when they came out. Because at the time I didn't know that they came out. Because I was eight. So there. I never used it because I didn't really... The only music I listened to was like on the radio and stuff. <laughs> So I didn't listen to, like, I only had a couple CDs, and they were crappy ones. Mm. Except for Weird Al. Weird Al was awesome. I had Weird Al running at Scissors when it came out You can't ever go wrong with Weird Al. There's a lot of good memories of my childhood that are based in Weird Al. And The Offspring. Yo, you ever seen the movie UHF? No, no, I haven't. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Like, that was, like, the most awesome Weird Al movie ever. I, I think know. it was the only one, too. Yeah, I think I it think was. So. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Weird Al show. There was also a Tom Green show, too. Oh, yeah, I know. God. <laughs> that guy was a nut job, too. He also had one movie. I guess he, you could say he might oh, have yeah. been the Canadian counterpart. To Weird Al? To Weird Al. But he didn't yeah. make music. No, he did. He oh, wrote he the Bum Bum song. I don't know what that is. My bum is on the cheese. My bum is on the cheese. What? And if I'm lucky, I'll get a disease. <laughs> what? <laughs> Two weeks later, he got pr he got uh, testicular cancer. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Karma. That's like, you know what's weird? Because there's that Frank Zappa song, Why Does It Hurt When I Pee? And then he died of prostate cancer. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's just a coincidence. I'm sure a lot of people write wow, songs about kind of stuff. Wow. Th that makes me want to take off one of the songs from Buterra. It's called Why Does My Ass Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Act of Contrition by Dark Angel. Chosen by Chris. Because he said, I want to pick three. Pick number three. Now, tell me, Chris, what significance does the number three have for you in your life? Well, this beef jerky spicy. But the number three is probably, an in it's just an interesting number because everything happens in threes. And, well, yeah, number three is usually a pretty good song anyway. So, but I, I like number three. And multiples of threes have always been interesting and it's always intriguing. The things that happen with numbers of three, like 18 is, is nine. Is this like the number 23 of that movie with Jim Carrey? No, that sucked. <laughs> well, that's because Jim Carrey was in a horror movie. How does that even make sense? That's hilarious. Yeah, just like everything <laughs> else Jim Carrey's done, except Mr. Popper's Stupid Penguins. That was so bad. I'm so glad I didn't bother watching it that. I, I watched part of it, and I'm like, this, like he's really <laughs> Yo, falling far. Yo, seriously, the last great Jim Carrey movie was Man on the Moon. No, Yes Man was pretty good. 
It was okay. It was okay. I liked it. Fun with Dick and Jane wasn't too bad either. I didn't see that one. Well, that now, was Rob, okay. Yes. What is your favorite number? Uh, that's a tough one. Six, six, six. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you no, should have um, You should have that. You should have a button. Uh, every time someone says six, 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 <laughs> you just, oh! someone goes, ah! Cool! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's like, so, I don't have a favorite number. Four, I guess. I don't ah! <laughs> it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work the same with four. No, you know what's a cool a cool number is um like seven because of like like the way like um you know in like Halo like all, all the monitors in Halo are all like uh powers of seven. Three four three it's like oh, seven to the third power and stuff. Yeah. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Seven's a pretty cool number. And it's littered throughout the book of Revelation. <laughs> yeah. Seven and five and three. Seven is like historically a very like Mystical number. It's seventeen. That's why seven, lucky seven. Oh, on the seventh day of July. Yes. Play that. We got Abigail live. Sweet. Yeah. On the seventh day of July. Yeah. Also, I was born number five. I was born in July, so good for you. Seven's a good number. Wait, except not that it's that track. I was not born on the seventh day of July. I no, but I know a guy who was. He goes to like every show, and his name is, and he tells everyone to call him seven. <laughs> yeah. We're brought to you by the number seven too. <laughs> <laughs> and the number six six six. Thinking back on the how Napster kind of opened the floodgates for uh downloading uh music from bands. <laughs> and where we are today, what would you say are some intelligent moves the musicians of today can do to better entice few potential fans to purchase oh. their music? Bandcamp.com because well you can you can do just about anything on that one now. Now you can actually put merch on there you could put all your songs you could have them down you could have people download it for free or you can set a price or you can do this thing that we're probably going to experiment with when we get the stupid ep out we're going to, i'm so happy we decided to call it that because it just rolls off the tongue the stupid ep i'm not being sarcastic i actually like it <laughs> you can um well you have a donation fee like feature on there too. pay what you want basically. yeah or you could like you could either you could even pay nothing and then you could suggest a donation. They could pay like a dollar, and then if they want to give more, blah blah blah. And you could, and if they donate, if they donate or if they download something, you can give them an extra track with with it for uh, like Kickstarter. Yeah, Kickstarter is great too. Kickstarter is friggin' awesome because a lot of bands can do stuff with other oh, people's yeah. money now. Like <laughs> with King other got people's their, money, <laughs> Lich King got their tour bus. Um, Razor Maze was able to finish the album. Uh, yeah, Kickstarter is pretty good. Ghoul fixed their tour bus or Ooh. got a new tour bus or something yeah. like that. Uh, That's a great like promotional a, video they did too. For oh, it's so funny. Ghoul is just amazing. Ghoul is cool. Um, Ghoul is cool. I also think that I, mean, I, I think one? we discussed this over back in July. Um, I think that the collective license idea, like that they want to do, was um, basically have everyone pay their ISPs five dollars extra a month, and then they could download as much music as they want, and that five extra dollars goes into a huge like pool of money that basically gets distributed to all the artists that are in this like thing wonderful idea it actually already exists as it's been around like similar thing has been around since the 20s and it's like for for like venues that are a member of this like they basically play a subscription fee so that way if any like band comes in to play and plays a cover the venue's like paying like they're like part of this i forgot what it's called um i think it's called ascap or something like that ascap yeah yeah 
And uh, basically, the venues play, pay a subscription fee, monthly subscription fee. That money goes into a giant pool and it gets distributed to the artists. So when bands play covers or when a radio station plays a song, it, they the bands get paid. This is another. This is a side note uh, again about Kickstarter. I well, well, one of my friends uses it for his uh, film school. He goes to uh, Five Towns. Hi, Lewis. He he uses Kickstarter also to raise money for to do his films and shorts and whatnot. And recently, I saw the creator of Earthworm Jim. I forget. I for, his name escapes me right now. But he was awesome. He's putting out a book that has all these original sketches that he had. Like it's just stuff that he wants to see the light of day that no one ever has before. So he's doing a Kickstarter for that too. I mean, he's all he's well reached his goal. Like he's like almost he's almost doubled his goal when I had last checked. But he's definitely going to get it published, and I'll probably donate some money too because I do want to see some of those awesome drawings. Yo, so Kickstarter and Bandcamp are really great also, tools. Kickstarter is also good for like these indie game developers because, like. These game developers that are actually putting out decent stuff, as opposed to these like major companies like EA that are putting out like garbage. Oh that's yeah, just, the like, Cheetah Men guys. Yeah, the Cheetah Men. Well, guys. there's that, and then there's also this um, this like Planetary Annihilation game that's coming out where it's like literally like, it's like the one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like it's an RTS game except it's like interplanetary combat, and you could like, basically like one of the things you could do is you could strap giant rockets to an asteroid and crash it into a planet. Oh, that's awesome. It's so, the coolest thing ever. Is it like an MMMORABCDEFGA? No, it's a it's like a game like um <laughs> it's an RT a real-time strategy game. So it's like, you know, like StarCraft or you know, stuff like that, Supreme Commander, stuff like that. Where you basically have control of a whole army of units. Having control of armies of units is good. Yes. Now, thinking about that, what would you do if you were in control of armies of of units or mutants? Of, mu- of armies of mutants? Yeah, mutants. That's a bad question. Uh, mutants. I'll blow up everybody. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, I, uh, just whatever you do, don't give me a deadly weapon. <laughs> or, I, I a mu- or an army of mutants, which is far worse because that's many deadly weapons, and I will use them on people I don't like. I would invade, uh, what's that, that little micronation in Nevada? Molossia. I would invade and take <laughs> over Molossia. Wait, where is Molossia? It's in, like, Nevada desert. It's, like, literally, like, some guy's property, and he declared himself a sovereign state. What, like, Pretoria? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, like, one acre, or, like, five acres, or something like that. Yo, does he have ties with North and Korea? And there was actually uh, the, one of the nostalgia critic, like, uh, yearly, like... Kick-ass, yeah. That, yeah, was, that was pretty yeah, damn funny. They, it, like, went to Molossia and actually invaded it and, like, took it over. That's messed up. That's, like... Well, it was part of the a movie. declaration against like the okay, rights of the people of Malaysia. Yeah, but yeah, all three of them. Yeah, no, there's, it's like a family of like five. I all think. right, five, or six. Ooh. There are other micro nations too. Yeah, you know, if I was dictator of a micro nation, I'd be pretty offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, m- let's just hope that Malaysia doesn't have any bombs. I don't think they do. I hope not. Unless they're doing something illegal. Or dealing with contraband or something like that. There's no point to having a micronation. Or you know what you could do is you could evade Cuba and make it like you know actually like civilized. <laughs> what a scary world that would be. <laughs> but all Castro's kissing babies, <laughs> just giving babies cigars. <laughs> that see, I can see. See, see. see you want to smoke these cigars? So yes, you can boy, be, boy, boy. You can be cool like me, Fidel <laughs> Castro. You make me sound like you're talking like the guys in Ghoul. I am the Prince of Cool. <laughs> I'm Fidel Castro. Cool is, cool is me. 
I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I prefer Cubans. Mostly because I'm Cuban. <laughs> Everyone else is scum. <laughs> yeah! But speaking about mutants and stuff like that, how's the World War Z song shaping up? Oh, we've done. It's done. It's done. It's been it's done. Been You've been heard it, Nick. Yeah. yeah. We played it Did here. Did you change it, though? No. no. Dealing with this different drummer of yours? No. no. He hasn't really played a note yet. Yeah. We've still got yet to move his stuff up there. Uh, but it, it's going to be happening in the next coming weeks. We'll, s- we'll start playing with him in like the next coming weeks. Um, so stay tuned. But yeah, this is going to be the weirdest EP, though, because it's got Nathan's drumming and it's got and Steve's. Steve's drumming. So we got two different drummers on this EP. Yep. Two different drummers. Wow. Yeah. You should include, like, a side note saying, like, in case you're stupid or you're not stupid and you notice, <laughs> like, these two different drummers, we just wanted to let you know. On the stupid EP. Yeah, everything is stupid on the stupid EP. Oh, you know what you should do? Like I can't wait for I can't wait for everyone to see the cover, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you should like looks like a gangster rap have like album. Four or five songs, and like with two or three different drummers, and keep them like just alternating. Don't have it like all in one place. Like <laughs> one drummer does the first two tracks. Be like drummer A does drummer one, <laughs> what? three and five tracks. We should just play a show with five different drummers. Yeah, at the same time, could be like Metal Masters, Playing except not good. Playing their own, <laughs> playing their own beats to every song, yeah. So that way, it just sounds like a cluster F slash slash slash. Yeah, yeah. F slash 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 slash. <laughs> <laughs> now I hear that uh, you guys and Joe Whitaker are working on a project together. Yes, yes. we explained this earlier. <laughs> yeah, this is trapped under ice. It's just it's, for it's trapped under ice. It's project. gonna be f- yeah. It's for my midterm. It's gonna be on it. It's gonna be Eldritch Abomination thingy mm. majiggy. I actually was. I had this idea, which I think would be pretty cool, is that we get, like, the local bands together, and we do a, a tribute. Like, we have each of the local bands, like, record a song from Ride the Lightning, and we re- do, like, a tribute album to Ride the Lightning. Call it Back in the Electric Chair. A tribute to Ride the Lightning. Ooh. And we have it, like, all the local... And just, like, give it away for free as, like, a promo. That'd be wow. cool. And maybe we'll get noticed by Metallica. And they'll be like, ooh, this is the... Lars be like, I checked out your album, and it's, like... The coolest thing I've ever no, seen. No, but dude, dude, Rob, <laughs> let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You're gonna have to be make it like all the songs, like track one, will actually be played last. <laughs> what? Why? So it's like that's the live right thing to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll play. Put all the middle tracks at the beginning. I really Maybe like the, the song, but I think you should rearrange like the 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 uh, the the order of the songs. <laughs> Because we really didn't like it when we first came out with it. So why would you even come out with it in that order? And then, then, and then James in the back what room. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a bozo! <laughs> it's why we had to play it backwards. <laughs> Sounds better backwards, just like everything. Just like my knapsack, huh? Which is, I really need my hat back, Jim. I'm sorry about your your stereo. Crap! How do you say knapsack backwards? Knapsack. Caspank. 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 Yeah, what's up with your Caspank, guys? That sounds dirty. Caspank. Yeah, it does. It does. Boy, what a Caspank she is. Yeah. I'd like to cast her pank. La Butana. La Fortunata. La Cocina. That's the kitchen. Oh. Hiroshima. What? That's a place in Japan that got bombed. Wow. 
see. <laughs> they are just like making everybody like. Well, you can't leave anyone out. <laughs> it's Zamboni after all. Wow. <laughs> if we weren't offensive, no one would care. <laughs> and if we t- Yo, come to think of it, we are offensive and no one care. If we were offensive, no one would care. If we weren't <laughs> offensive, no one would care. That could be a lyric. Could be. If we weren't offensive, no one would care. That's not bad. Now I'm going to ch- throw my hair. At the chair. in the fa- <laughs> During the fair. <laughs> the Sussex County I c- Fair? I could lay by the bay or eat some hay. I just may. What do you say? <laughs> Sounds Need like more a good rhymes, day. fool. <laughs> we'll have a gangster rap song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this- man. You could East cut the side, tension yeah. with a knife in this room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. East and north, man. East, East and north. North side. <laughs> West in West Philadelphia. Like, I was born and raised. It like it's like not really north side. No, it'd be like north side. Yo, what do they do? Oh, for yeah, West that's a lowercase. Is it like and, this? Uh, no, they do this. What? Yeah, west side's this. They'd, east side is this. What is south it? side would be like south hard side to, is like yeah. South side's like this. I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> How about the uh, the Van Buren boys symbol? In Vogue is this. <laughs> what is the Van Buren? The Van Buren boys is the gang that's named after America America's seventh president, eighth seventh president, seventh. Why? I don't know. President. He sucks. Martin I Van Buren. I didn't know who that was, to be honest. The episode of Seinfeld. Yo, is Remember? he that dude that With died Kramer's... in 30 days? No. All right, I'm going to explain this. It was days. an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer is in a pizzeria, and he gets cornered by the Van Buren boys, <laughs> and he's got the garlic shaker in his hand like this. So he holds up his hands like this, and, and that's their their flash because he's the eighth president. He flashes their sign, and they think he's a Van Buren boy. Oh my god! No, I never saw that one. <laughs> and then George, that's the same episode where like George is like like interviewing people for the Susan like Ross like scholarship fund, and he fa- finds a kid that's like wants to be an architect, and he's exactly oh, like him. Wait, I I remember that. And then part. like at I the end, he's I like, saw, I, I want to be a c- city. Pl- Why should I be an architect when I could be a city planner? And then George is like. Like, d- denies him the scholarship. So he, like, joins the Van Buren boys and they corner <laughs> George. <laughs> and he's trying to convince him that, like, he's, like, a uh, a Van Buren boy. Oh, my God. No, I never... I and then, like, Mr. and Mrs. Seinfeld that. are walking down the street. Oh, and no. they're like, hey, George, how's your parents? And he's, like, he tries to steal Mrs. Seinfeld's purse. <laughs> and he <laughs> hits somebody, he's like, give me your money, old lady, before I knock your down or, like, something like that. And he's, no, let it's me hilarious. tell you guys something about history. William Henry Harrison, America's greatest president. Who is he? He died in 30 days. <laughs> oh, wow. Sounds, uh, well, you know what? Uh, let me not March say anything. March 4th to April 4th. Wow. Brutal. Who is his, uh, his uh, vice president? John Tyler. Uh. I don't know who that is either. He must have been a good president. What number of president was he? don't know anything. Nine. Well, come he to was th- number nine. Like he the was, count says. Was Martin... Vo- number nine, was, the number of the day. Was Martin Van... <laughs> no, number... S- Seven was the number of the day, I thought. That's of Oh, well, it's it's oh. almost getting to midnight o'clock, so, you know. <laughs> midnight o'clock. <laughs> the witching hour. Dum, yeah. dum, dum. I like witches. They're pretty cool. Yeah, witches are cool. My girlfriend's a witch. I was born in the cemetery. Ha ha. <laughs> I actually... You know why witches ride brooms? Because, uh... They, they can't pa- afford a cab? No, no. In, <laughs> this is actually a true story. In pagan me. traditions, uh, jumping over a broom was like... Like, couples would jump over a broom to, when they were married to symbolize jumping into a new life together. 
And then wow. that became like like w- they w- at rituals they would try to like put ride brooms and they would like spread like like hallucinogenic drugs on themselves and think they were flying brooms. Wow, pretty interesting. Yeah, I will <laughs> never look at a broom the same way again. I had to buy a broomstick the other day. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. I feel like I'm in Harry Potter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to like sweep up and like we didn't have a good the old oh. broomstick broke. So I was whenever like, I hold a broom, I feel like Dick Van Dyke on a rooftop. A uh. chimney sweep. Yes, but a chimney, chimney sweep. But a a, a, a chimney brush is like a lot different than a broom. Yes, it is, but who cares? Dick Van Dyke is awesome. <laughs> Yo, dude, check out this metal way I wrote the set list of for one of my shows. <sighs> oh, brutal. It's on a pizza plate. Yay! Nobody did that. I'm the only one. I'm special. <laughs> we should start doing that. We should start writing our set list on plates. Then throw them in the Yeah, we can throw them into the crowd when we're done. <laughs> yeah. It's a frisbee. No, it's a set list. Hey, frisbee. Far out. <laughs> Ooh, that beef jerky's spicy. Yeah. Dude, how many times are you going to say it's spicy? When there's none left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a glutton for punishment. It keeps being really spicy, and I keep eating them. Hello? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you say are some musical seeds you've planted with other musicians? Well, we definitely planted Condition Critical seed directly into the ground and let it grow. Oh, yeah, because they... we gave them their first two shows. Yeah. At the Meat Locker. So if we're not in that booklet, we're going to be very upset. Yeah. And also... uh. Bomb scare. Bom- oh yeah, we played shows. Zero first- gravity because they covered us and they like yeah. liked our show. So now we're definitely uh, in cahoots with them. Yay! <laughs> Did you do that? For They're actually pretty way? cool guys. Oh. Apparently, uh, Millhouse was telling me that uh, Steve, their Steve drummer, wants to try. No, yeah. he actually, you know what? He wants to drum for us. Last yeah, piece. maybe we could. Maybe if this doesn't work out, we could do it. Yeah, but they look like, from far away, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But how? Uh, we hope you're watching it, Steven. Again, I'm very sorry that I didn't get to see your set list. But yeah. I'm glad I bought a t-shirt. I wore it in Earache's office. So you can thank me if they looked up your band. And if not, don't well, thank us at all. I wore my Bomb Scare <laughs> shirt in England, so I was pushing Bomb Scare in England. <laughs> I don't think anybody noticed, though. Probably just thinking, stupid American wanker. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, you better wanker. Ah, he's got an American pop show. Like ever, though, to visit. Pretty cool. They got a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. And sand castles in the sand. What? <laughs> Is that like some stupid song lyric? That sounds yes. like a, that sounds like a soap opera. It's a bad song lyric in an I How I Met Your Mother episode. Like sand which in is the actually hour. she was in Canada, so I was completely wrong of Like Sand that. in the Hourglass. These are the days of our lives. What a crappy day this life has been. <laughs> now you're making me think of Bill and Ted, though. Don't you remember, though? I never saw like Bill and Ted. What? Sands of time in an hourglass, and they're Between talking like Between you and Roberto, I smack you both. No, what, don't you remember when they're I've never seen like, Bill and Ted. And he's never seen Wayne's World. You both I know. need to get your heads examined. I've seen Airheads. Well, that's good. Yeah. Just yeah, but it's just like... What's Johnny doing out on a Tuesday night? Johnny can't read. Johnny, Johnny can't, can't write. Read. I don't know the rest of the... Johnny probably weird. shouldn't be out at all. <laughs> yeah, <then>. right? <laughs> But Take Johnny should right. try. Yeah. That was a good movie. It was. Yo, Lick. but just think about it, though. That would be crazy, though, if, like, somebody couldn't read the signs on the streets. What if he was, like, the editor of the school magazine? <laughs> <laughs> I just hit the buttons and the magazines print. I don't I know what I do. I was the school magazine. Oh, Lemmy. Yeah. Oh, probably, like, he he's, makes a cameo, and they, like, shortly before that is the conversation where it's like, who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? Yeah. Lemmy shows up wrong. God. Eh. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Yeah, boy. 
So if Lemmy had to fight himself, who would win? Oh. Lemmy. Yeah. Well, he can't lose. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever wins, we all lose. <laughs> I think that was like the tagline of the, for, like Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, it was. Was that a pr that was a pretty bad movie, wasn't it? I never I saw it. I heard it was okay, not but very overhyped. As would like, be. Expected. I heard the second one was cooler because like they like like he kills a pred alien or something. In yeah, the end. I, definitely I heard you couldn't could see, see most coming. of the fight scenes because they were very dark in the first one. Typical. Yep, Hollywood BS. It's there. Now, what would you say would be a song of yours that you'd want covered uh. by another band that wasn't covered by Zero Gravity? World uh. War Z. Yeah, that'd be nice. And yo, what did they hatred. cover? They covered the grind. They cut the, song yeah, they covered that was Cancer made Sucks. On the spot that night. Oh, yes. cancer, cancer Sucks. I'd like to see them cover. It wasn't made on the spot. We, well, yeah. Steve was, just never knew, knew what it was. He didn't have to. Yeah, exactly. He was like, hey, Steve, can you play a blast for about 30 seconds? Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> uh, what song would I like them to cover? I don't know. I guess Slaughterhouse because it's cool. Slaughterhouse. I like that one a lot. I like World War Z. My favorite Zamboni song. It's fun. Yo, what are your favorite types of zombies? My favorite types of zombies? The ones you can kill. I like. I think the World War Z zombies, are the, like the Solanum. Yeah. World War Z slash zombies, survival guide zombies are like one of the best. Now, seriously, guys, if you could become zombies, what kind of zombies would you want to be? I'd want to be the nemesis from like Resident Evil or something. Too. Yeah, that would give me too much of an advantage. I would like to be. I'd just like to be one of the running zombies that's smart. Yeah, like maybe maybe one of the Night of Living, one of the Dawn of the Dead remake ones, because they were faster and they could think a oh, little yeah. bit. Oh yeah, and uh, which Land of the Dead, like the the what, the, the black clown guy. one was no, cool. Land of the Dead, the black guy who's like uses a gun and like, like leads leader, yeah. yeah, and he leads the zombies to victory against the against, yeah that against was, um, that guy was cool the, against the Fiddler's Grove people. Oh, against actually, monkeys or a Nazi zombie. What in Dead Snow? Yeah, those were awesome. And they just wouldn't die. Yeah! But that poor guy, they just wouldn't let him... They just wouldn't let him have a fighting chance. Every 30 seconds. Every time he fixed a limb, they tore off another limb. So he could never actually fight. I felt kind of bad for the guy if it wasn't so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then an poor fat guy who's it. about to get some, and then he just put... Or uh, one of the dead alive zombies, but not mommy. Not mother. She was too like fat. Dead alive ruled. Yeah, dead alive was friggin' phenomenal. And it's insane. Or deadite. Yeah, you know what? I'd like to be. I'd like to be a deadite, like an evil Ash kind of deadite. That would be freaking amazing. But not Henrietta, cause she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a woman. And a yeah, and a woman. And nothing against women, woman. but everything <laughs> against everything <laughs> against women. Want to hear? Want to hear a joke? Women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my girlfriend's not gonna... She's gonna kill me. Gotta die of something. I'll die sometime. I fly the hatred copter! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love being on this show because we have so much fun every yes. time. Yeah. So, oh, I'm so tired, though. It makes you forget that you're in a crappy world. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ha! Yes. That would be a good time to play the cool cover of What a Wonderful World, but we don't have it here. Oh. <laughs> so we're not going to. Do, 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 do. They do a good skull beneath the skin, too. Let's go beneath the skin. Rah, 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 rah. Dude, just talking with those guys is ridiculous, though. It's so yeah. amazing. Ghoul stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, from we're, Creepsylvania. We're ghoul from Creepsylvania, yeah. 
That's one of Ray Brutal's favorite bands. They're awesome. They're playing at St. Vitus again in December, and I better not have work that day because I'll be very upset. You probably will. More than likely. What the hell's wrong with my mic? It's like, oh, I love Ghoul. Shoved in. Ghoul is cool. Um, well, all this equipment is a million billion years old. Good. These pretzels are making me thirsty. These pretzels are making me thirsty! These pretzels are making me thirsty. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Now, speaking of pretzels that make you thirsty, <laughs> how many... Don't you think that there needs to be more metal songs about pretzels? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yes. That's gonna get that... You know what? That song's definitely gonna go on the B-Terror album. These pretzels... There, are, there actually is a sign... There actually is a song called Grindfeld on it. Grindfeld! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Seinfeld's the best show ever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who yeah. has the uh, black metal side project? Is it you, Rob, or is it you, well, Chris? I don't have one no. yet. I would like to do one. It'd be cool to do one, but uh, no, I never uh, I, I never did a black metal I have, metal like, thing. the plot. I, I want to do, I wanna do a black metal, and I want to do a Viking metal band. I would like, like to join a death metal. Kind of like I would, like I would like to join a brutal Swedish death metal kind of band. That would be awesome. I guess Butera will have to be the closest thing because it's got like a lot of like Swedish elements to it. Yo, would you guys ever want to make a band where it's like some sort of like epic Viking metal band where like at shows you only get to play one song because it's like 30 minutes long? Oh, hell yeah. That would be awesome. I would totally do that. Viking metal is like the coolest thing ever. Did I ever tell you I want to form a death metal band called the Lost Vikings? That's cool. Yeah. Cause Yo, it's like, like that metal video band. game for like, Super Viking Nintendo. Viking metal is just yes. amazing because it's not like it's not it, it's like death metal. It's like Except sludge. It's like death metal. It's like it's like death doom. metal and doom and folk and metal. Folk metal all merged into something beautiful and awesome. You know what? I'm gonna go get an Amonimus CD and black metal. Yeah, and black metal. It's just the cool. It's like the best of everything. That's why I wish we had a Bathory CD right now. I'm but yeah, I want to do like a. Like a one-man, like, black metal thing, like, because I've been listening to Bathory a lot lately. What was your favorite period of Bathory? The Viking metal period. Yeah. I actually don't... Album to album, what were what was your favorite albums? Though? Uh, Hammerheart, and then the one before that, I forgot which one of that is. Blood on the Ice or whatever, or like, that song Blood on... Blood... I, whatever, hold on. Metal Archives, that's always the best place to do. Blood, but, Fire, Death? Yeah, that's it. Um, and, and Hammerheart, because that's, like, awesome. What about Twilight of the Gods? I I don't think I ever listened to the Twilight of the Gods. I just started getting into them thanks to you, Nick. So I've you only know, had from a, what I've heard, a couple songs, but their mid '90s period was the best, like yeah. Requiem, Octagon, and Blood on the Ice. Yeah, Corthron was like and awesome. Destroyer of Worlds too. But like when I, I when I listen to like One Road to Asa Bay, the the progression on that song is just like so amazing. It's so awesome. It, like it's just amazing. Yo, is that the longest like Bathory song? I don't. I doubt it. There's. Cause uh, that um, the same album. There's the the Thor song, the st- which is like just as long. Like there's so many Bathory songs oh, that are like Shores over and eight Flames. minutes. Actually, Shores and Flames is longer. Yes, yeah, so there's there's so many Bathory songs that are over eight minutes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this is the one. This is the freaking best one. Fate of Norns. Fate of Norns. I've never listened what to Amon Ar- um, Amareth. Pursuit of Vikings is the standard one where death seems to dwell is good. Um. Tell me the track number. Oh, in put song. the put. Yo, it's midnight o'clock, and you are listening to WMSC it's, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. It's not Divi- Southern Montclair, it's Northern Divi- Montclair. It's Hour on Nick Bacal show. <laughs> yeah. It's Division Hour on the uh, the Japan Nick show. Uh, you 
WMSE. You're a wizard, Harry, because it's the witching hour. Who's, oh, who's back there? A wizard. <laughs> a wizard? <laughs> Yo, Chris, check out those wizards back there. Oh. California. There's, there's three of them. Do they three look friendly? Oh, three witches. Oh God, it's the guy from a, it's the guy from Immortal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be cool then. It's the guy with the pointy hat from the video. <laughs> Call of the Winter Moon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now oh, we well, make, he's cool. Let him. Now we in. make poses. Oh, nobody can see. That's right. We're on the radio. Oh yeah. Just, <laughs> just watch the Call of the Winter Moon video, and you'll see what we're, we're making. Doing. Those poses. Yes. Let me start blowing fire too. Oh God! Thank no. God you said. Thank God, fire was the next word to follow. <laughs> what did you think I was gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> a, you said blowing. I immediately thought the worst thing possible. Wow. Now, get your mind out of the gutter. Yes. 2013. I hope so. What is important for you in 2013? Tell me 2013 things that are important about well, 2013. 2013. Things. Assuming we'll be dead by December 23rd, 2012. Will probably be nothing. Fun fact about that: the whole December. No, it's twenty first. First oh, of all, twenty first. Whoops, yeah. we'll be dead uh, two days. The Mayans. The Mayans did not account for leap years. No, they did. So not. December twenty first technically already happened by the Mayan calendar. Sorry for all you uh, people out there that were yeah. banking on the uh, the end of the world in December. You mad? Yeah. <laughs> yes, or now you're gonna have to pay back that ten thousand dollar loan that you took out for gambling or change your name and leave the country well or the it just might still be the apocalypse for you anyway yeah because well why would it be just kill yourself wow that's great this show is getting canceled for sure tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no no it's not <laughs> it is all my fault <laughs> yeah thanks chris yeah thanks anytime you need something to get ruined i'll do it i might do it free of charge if i like you <laughs> you ever make food for people too Oh, God, yeah, when I was a pizza man. A, oh. pizza, a pizza man. <laughs> Some fun fact for anyone that I didn't like, your food got messed with. Yo, you, did you ever, like, <laughs> fart on the pizzas of people, like you said to yourself, I didn't even <laughs> want to come out this way. No, I would drop it on the floor if they weren't paying attention, and I would, like, pick it up and serve it to them. Without <laughs> spitting on it? Why? There's already, like, there's already stuff from the floor. Well, floor I mean, if stuff. you're gonna do the race, you might as well do the whole I would make, yards. I would, no, make sure, I would make sure it landed cheese first so they would get all the dust particles. Dude, dude, did you ever try and get, like, a roach, like a no. live one, and serve it with those oh, five roaches no, on it? No, I wouldn't dare. I never saw, I never really saw any. That was actually a clean it pizza. It was a very place. clean restaurant. It was a clean pizza place. Uh, well, except for the floor. Except for when I touched it and when there was dirt on the floor from me walking and Did stuff. you ever sneeze on the pizzas? No, but I sneezed on some rice balls in the back. Rice and, balls. That's good. <laughs> and did other things. Like what? That's all I could say was, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't say. Now, what? what about the soups, though? Do we even want to know? We actually... We actually didn't do anything to the soups. Well, actually, I kind of like the soups, so I didn't touch any of them. I wouldn't touch anything that I would eat. What was stuff that you wouldn't eat? Um, well... The rice balls. Well, the pizza and the rice balls is different. Well, I would only mess with the customer's ones, but I would mess... <laughs> this is not, like, something that you should be admitting on a, on a radio show. We'll, we'll tell it to I would, after the show, after I would, we post it. I would screw with... Well, I'm not indicting the customers, so nobody... So, like, they don't even know... You're not indicting the well, customers? Let him finish, Rob. Let him finish. Anyway... You're gonna be indicted the by pizza, the... Probably. The, the pizza health. and the rice bowl... Well, that pizza place closed. Oh, okay. The, they went out of business. They don't even know what pizza place it is, either. Ha-ha. 
Exactly. So it could be any pizza place in the tri-state area. So you better watch yourself, people out there. Yeah. It could have been you. Better hope I, I don't get another job in the pizza business. <laughs> I don't play around. The pizza industry. <laughs> yeah. The corporate pizza world of Pizza Hut. <laughs> Yo, but... Don't you love like, like personal pan pizzas? Like the yeah, I do. But the uh, things no. that I the things How that I would mess the things New York would, style is the only way to go. Thin crust, large pizzas. <laughs> the only Tell things that to Chicago. The Screw only things Chicago. that I would like the bears. The only things that I would mess with that I would eat. You could you could take like I could take a piece and I would know that it was good because I didn't alter it yet because I wouldn't alter it until <laughs> alter it. I wouldn't alter it until the customer ordered it and if they and I needed to make sh- and once the customer ordered I needed to he make made, sure if they were a jerk or not he made custom modifications to how it how would you be, how do you judge that well, if they were wearing a blood on the dance floor shirt they were pretty much usually yeah <laughs> if they were a scene kid you got screwed with if you were if you were a douche you got screwed with if you just showed up and you looked at me funny you got screwed with keep going keep going basically everyone except the little children and the women got screwed with and my friends my friends didn't really get messed with you went after the old people though right well nah, actually the old people kind the old people if they were if they were grumbly they were old so i let that slide oh you can never let that slide <laughs> <laughs> you really got Take off the gloves at that point, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have for some of them. <laughs> but you know what? Well, I, well, that's why you need to apply and get with, a new pizza. Store with that, screw I need to own customers. my own restaurant. I need to own my own pizza place. It's gonna be called Screw You. <laughs> screw You. <laughs> screw You Pizza. What, uh, what can I do for you? You want what? Yeah, Screw You, and I'll just hang up, and that'll be my whole business, and I'll never make any money. No, no, this is Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hire a guy named Patrick to do the phone. No, Yo, dude. this is Patrick. <laughs> you ever like answer phone calls and be like, "Hello, this is Domino's Pizza." No, I would. I would. I actually knew a kid that used to do that. I used to do that, and I I used to do that, and I used to just and I used to just say no. Some people, if they were like giving me an attitude, they would be like, "Hey, do you have this?" Some a lot of things we didn't have because the boss was lazy. So like he would keep things on the menu and he wouldn't make them because he'd be too lazy to make them that day. So it's the only place that I've ever seen that happen. And I'm glad that he hated people as much as I did. Otherwise, I would have only had that job for about a day. How long did you have it? Three years? Two. Two years. It was fun. That's quality, man. You should keep in contact with that guy. Uh, uh, he seems like a great person. Uh, no, that guy has a lot of problems. <laughs> As you can see, <laughs> that guy has a lot of problems. Would he ever, like, mess with the people's food, too, or no? No, he'd usually... No, because he knew that I would do it. I would usually tell him after, because we would usually make... He would usually make a comment about how... About what kind of a jerk the person was, like, after they left, and I would pro- and I would pull him aside, I would be like, that's okay. I messed with their food, and he would probably... And he would usually give me, like, either a high five or a shot of vodka or a beer. <laughs> it was the only pizza place where we were... Where we would always drink. It was a lot of fun. He would do other things, but well, I I would just have a I would just drink there and serve pizza and screw with pizza bowls food. Pizza bowls food. Pizza Yo, how bowls. do you feel about calzones? Oh, they're the best damn thing in hey, the world. Hey, I'm, I'm a calzone. The calzones from Paisanos. Paisanos. You gotta get a cal. There's a cal. There's a Paisanos in the Bronx actually, so it might be based on a real place. It probably is. Ian found like it. Monks is, people. Monks is based off a real place. Yeah, I've been there. Is it? It's good. Is it it's by good. uh Paisanos though? Is it by Yankee Stadium? I don't know. That's what me and Ian have to find out. We'll stick with the calzones from Paisanos. Stick with the calzones. What about cannolis, <laughs> You do better. Stick you do with like- the calzones from Paisanos. 
I am very nervous! <laughs> Don't you want to get anything else, Mr. Steinbrenner? Between 1985 and 1987, I ate the same thing for those two years. <laughs> Every day. Every day. I had a turkey club. There's a lot of people I had to fire over the years. Joe DiMaggio. Mickey Mantle. Yogi Berra. Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> There's Costanza. He's got the chicken. That punk in the hot dog stand. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> when he calls in, Jerry calls in the the bomb, the bomb threat, and he's like, "Hello, is this a terrorist?" He's like, yeah. and Jerry's just like, "Yeah, this is a terrorist bomber." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start closing all the windows in the stadium, and you know, I'll tell you something else. I am very nervous. I am very nervous, Costanza. <laughs> oh God! Wow. <laughs> oh boy. What a wonderful idea. I love Seinfeld. <laughs> it's the best show ever. It really is. That's like one of those shows that's just timeless. Like, you can watch every episode as many times as you want. It never gets old. Never. No, no, man. Never. Two it's stupid dogs. Best th- that show. That's so funny, too. It's cute, but it's wrong. <laughs> it has so many great lessons about life, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like being, like, a dumbass and being a dog at the same time. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah, most people don't catch on to that, but... <laughs> There's a, a great many life lessons learned from two stupid dogs. <laughs> Maybe you haven't been reading between the lines, though. <laughs> There's more than just two of them. How do you guys feel? Like pooping. Tired. <laughs> I feel tired. That, oh, that won't make like the grade. You, Zamboni you almost threw like up. Zamboni, we're not only offensive, we're vomit-inducing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buy our album. We're not just sure. Buy our album. We're in Nirvana. We're not just sure. We're HIV positive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's right. You don't watch South Park. No, I don't. A oh, garage band from Seattle. Well, it sure beats raising cattle. Tell me about this toilet sound thing you've got at your radio station. <laughs> Well, I'm not actually haven't been confirmed as a DJ yet, but uh, when I went to the meeting, they were talking about well, it. DJ so basically, in the house. <laughs> basically, if you um break any of the SCC's rules, there's a, a button called the flush button, and it makes there's a seven second delay on the on the broadcast. So you hit the the flush button, and in the last seven seconds, all it makes is toilet sound. So it basically covers up any like. Now, do the people on the uh, station realize that? Yeah, like it it'll it plays over the air. Oh, I was thinking, like, if, like, there was somebody you hated at the radio show, you could just keep flushing the thing <laughs> their whole show. Hell, this is well, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they could hear that it plays over the... Metal. Burglar metal? Burglar metal. Interesting. Hamburglar. Hamburglar. It's what he listens to when he steals McNuggets. Um, no, he steals burgers. He's <laughs> oh, the yeah. hamburglar. He's the hamburglar. Wow, I'm failing a lot anyway, place. Um, he, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it would play over, like, the loudspeakers in the station. I guess. I don't so, know. what were you saying about trying to, uh, being happy about the hamburger being killed, Chris? I like the hamburger because he steals. He steals from the rich and he gives to nobody. <laughs> he just eats it for himself. Yeah. He's That's a real American said. hero. He's G.I. Joe. A real American Dude, hero. Cobra had the coolest voice of all time, though. Cobra Commander! I am your commander! <laughs> Yo, wouldn't it be crazy if you knew somebody that talked... <laughs> I would definitely take everything he said hmm. seriously. Yeah, those are some nice trousers. <laughs> I will call you Trouser Snake. 
<laughs> Who wants cookies? <laughs> he comes out with like an apron and a bib and everything. That was on Robot Chicken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was too. <laughs> or it was Skeletor. Yeah. It might have been Skeletor. Yeah, it was Ooh, Skeletor. vibrated me. Ooh. Look. Oh, I'm on a mark. there. See, it looks like So, guys, tell know. me honestly how you feel about the hamburger shortage in New Jersey with Fat Burger and Rockaway being closed. What the hell's a Fat Burger? I don't even know what that is. You don't know oh, what a Fat Burger is? really bad. <laughs> no. Oh, dude, it's crazy, man. <laughs> and you can get, like, a, a Triple King oh, Burger it's where it's, like, a half a pound <laughs> patty, and that'll be, like, three half pound patties, and then oh, you can put, gone. like, bacon and chili onto it and onions and ketchup and mustard and onions and... Do you live after you eat this burger? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, there's that place Smash Burger now or something. I heard they're, that place they're is like, good. They're like launching up all over the place, and they stole GameStop's logo. They did? It looks like the exact same like logo as like the GameStop logo. Wow, what a bunch of Smash Burgers. And then in Mawa, <laughs> there's, the Smash in Mawa there's this place called Boom Burger. Yeah. Boom Boom. Boom Burger. Boom Yo, Burger. Yo, is it a boom? <laughs> Is it the bomb? It's a mic stand. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> boom. That was, a, that was a really bad, that was a really bad <laughs> joke. Oh, for all you Yo, film but how heads. Is the boom burger? For all you film snobs, that was a film joke. I don't know. I've never been there. Oh, how can you reference it and not... Because like, I drive past it all the time. Oh, dude, you can't... like. If like a restaurant or something has some ridiculous name, you need to pull over and buy something from it. I've been to Cheeburger Cheeburger. Yeah, Cheeburger rules. Except all the stupid Guidos work there. Oh, so. screw them. Yeah. The what about White Castle? Me, there's like hipsters and White Castle's people pretty gross. Yeah, White Castle is no bueno. <laughs> they're addicting, but they're like disgusting. They're like rat burgers. Yeah. Are you saying there's something wrong with a rat burger? No. I'm yeah, you better not. Rat burgers <laughs> are good for you. Yo, but seriously though. Like, White Castle is awesome because, like, you can spend, like, ten bucks, eat all of it, and feel like you're going to puke. Yeah, pretty much. Get a Crave case. 30 burgers. Yeah, for, like, $15. Yep. It's amazing. Like, just... I like how they have, like, White Castle frozen burgers now. You can actually buy White Castles in, like, a convenience yeah, store. Yeah, 7-Eleven. And, like, microwave them. That's gross. Dude, they used to have those for years, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. They are pretty gross, but I still eat them. They're, like, Yo. addicting. Sliders, man. Sliders. Yeah. yeah, you can't really go wrong with sliders. You can't go right either. You want but the it's best good. sliders? You got to go to White Mana, though, in Hackensack. Oh, White Mana is amazing, dude. Yeah. Is that I've near Bayonne? No. Uh, it's no, in Hackensack, right which by is Fairly, not far from it's here. It's right by Fairleigh Dickinson. It's awesome. The place is built for midgets, though, which means I fit perfectly, but. <laughs> it's, yeah! It's friggin' awesome. Everything is like. The food is just great. And they cook it right in front of you. Yeah, they do. That's good. So yeah, the only thing that could make it better is if the is if they cook it hibachi style in front of you. Oh yeah, <laughs> dum dum dum. Uh. This is the cue for uh, Gungan style. If you got it on rotation, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh 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 oh. oh my I'm kind of tired style. of people like just thinking Gundam that he style. that that's his only like great song because all of his other songs are like actually amazing. All really? the serious songs, yeah, they're wonderful. I never I, I'm actually going to buy his album pretty soon. <laughs> uh -huh. He's got like 10 albums actually. Wow. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Oh 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 oh. He actually went to like um he went to like some famous some uh famous mu music school actually. Juilliard? A few of them, not Juilliard. You know who else went to Juilliard? The Great Cat. Yeah. The Great Cat is gone. <laughs> yeah. Die. <laughs>
What a loony. I would love to meet her. Yeah, it would be awesome. I wonder if she's like that in, like, private situations. I don't know. If so, um, I think if she was, she'd be in a padded cell by now. Probably. It'd still be entertaining, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The great cat. What do you think she came up with that, like, style, though, where it's just like, It's a great cat! I don't, I don't know. know. Like, do you think, um... You'd have to ask her that. Yeah. There's a good question for your interview with the great cat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Doro's playing soon, speaking of hot chicks who can play metal. Do- Doro's coming around. Doro Pesh. Yeah. I wonder if Jeff Young's going to go to the show. And Yo, how do you like Harlequin from yeah. L.A.? Oh, they're super never good. Heard. They're this all-chick, there's this all-female thrash band. They're freaking they're awesome. They're kind of like death metal. Nervosa. Yeah. They're really, Nervosa's good, too. I love Nervosa. Those chicks awesome. are, like, pretty hot. But, yeah. like, besides that, like, like other than them being, like, very good-looking, even if they were, like, a, even if they looked like dudes, their music is, like, boss. Yeah, they're really good. Like, they're, like, I'm not trying to be, like, uh, chauvinistic or anything, but, like, their music speaks for itself. Yeah. Like, they're 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 all very talented. Yes. I would love to meet them and hang out with them and play a show with them, because they seem, like, super cool. Yes. And their music just freaking kicks ass. Yes. I agree with every one of those statements. Yes. Hell, why can't they come here instead of Rattlehead? What's, what's, what's wrong with Rattlehead? Nervosa's from South America, for one. Harlequin's not. Uh, Harlequin's from I L.A. I know about yeah. Harlequin. Dude, Harlequin's awesome. I like Rattlehead. No, they play shows with Ugh, Witch Haven. Rattlehead's freaking And, like, boring. Dismantle. No, they're not. They're oh, good. They're, like, so jazzy. <sighs> they're not. They're boring. <laughs> they're boring. They're not boring. Their music live They're better than bo- Snorbringer. Live, they were very boring. I didn't think so. I thought they were pretty boring. 